Hi, everybody. How is everyone holding up out there? We are in the middle of this um, shutdown due to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, and I am giving um, a contribution to Seaside Mind Body Wellness Group. I am going to talk today about um, abuse. So as a health educator, uh, we talk about abuse um, and the cycle of violence. We talk about emotional, physical, sexual um, abuse, neglect. Um, yeah, so um, I want that that subject has been coming up. <clears throat> Excuse me, that subject has been coming up lately. And a friend of a friend has recently passed away from being beaten to death by her boyfriend. Um, and so we've been talking about that um, topic as everyone is alone and home and dealing with whatever that means. Um, sometimes that means not a good situation. So, um, what I wanted to share was that I have my own experiences with abuse, um, between myself and, um, people close to me, um, every variation of, of abuse, um, you know, from the textbook anyway. Um, so, so I get it. Um, there's different types of, um, abuse that run through most everybody's family somewhere, I would say, um, except for maybe a few lucky ones, um, but nobody that I know of. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, I have been reflecting on this, and I know Kesley has been too, and we're thinking about doing something on that, um, mainly really focusing on men, um, because that is an aspect that gets ignored and also the abuser and I like to talk that isn't always men right but oftentimes it is especially in the physical abuse um in this case of the friend of the friend it was um so you know it's a hard subject um but I think it needs to be talked about and so so Kesley I hope will do a piece because she's amazing and um offer her insights and we might do a collaboration with um, a friend of mine works for, previously worked um, in a prison doing anger management um, classes. And so hopefully we'll come up with something on that for you soon. But in the meantime, I wanted to share that thought with you and just say that this is happening, this is real, and my thoughts are with anybody out there who's suffering or knows somebody who is. I am a mandated reporter. If somebody was to report to me something going on um, that is you know, definitely one of my students or somebody they know, um, that I, re I would report that. So if you know of somebody who's suffering, reach out, reach out to a teacher, an administrator, um, a hotline. There are, um, I used to say in the front of the phone book, um, but you can Google for that. Um, I will put, I will put the information on the Facebook page for some hotlines, um, domestic abuse hotline, any of those numbers that somebody calls 
they will direct you to the right number. Any crisis line, um, the suicide hotline, any 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 of those numbers will be able to connect the person to the resource that they need. Nobody should have to sit in a situation like that and, and think there's nowhere to turn or that they deserve this or that they have no options. There's always options. There are always options. And um, it just takes reaching out and, and letting somebody know, letting the right people know. Um, I've been in an abusive relationship, um, and uh, it's very insidious, and it sort of tricks you into it. And then these things start happening slowly and in small ways, for me anyway. And then it's it's back to normal, and, you know, that won't happen again. And, and then, of course, you know, weeks, months later, it does. Then the incidents get closer in between and, and worse. And I was lucky enough to leave, um, but I didn't, I didn't know the red flags. I didn't know. And so now I teach them. And I, every time I tell the kids my story, and I tell them that if I would have known the red flags, that it would have saved me two and a half years of my life. But, um, but I, I learned so much from that experience that um, I wouldn't be the, the, able to teach what I teach in the way that I do without those experiences. And I wouldn't be who I am without those experiences. But, um, but the point is, I like to teach them the red flags so they know. And then I also tell them that the person who's who's doing who's jealous or controlling or abusive or whatever, um, they're not garbage. You know, the situation is not a stopping point, And so it needs to stop. Um, and there are different ways that that can stop. Maybe the person decides to get help. Um, but that's not a stopping point. And that's what I tell my students. Um, and they seem to get it. And in this society, I think too much we focus on throwing people away. In prison or uh, people who are abusive. Oh, just leave him. What a jerk. Right? This person who did this thing and put this woman, um, you know, in, in a grave is going to feel real bad right now genuinely feel bad. I've seen it. I've seen an abuser abuse and then really regret it. So it's a real thing. And this is learned behavior that, you know, how do you unlearn something? You know, it's not, it's not easy. So, and this is this, we're all on a journey. Um, and we have to learn what we have to learn. Um, and so reflecting on this and thinking about maybe contributing something to this um, conversation, um, I came up with the best resource that I've come across, and that is, well, one of them, besides website that I went to that I did a little self-quiz, and it told me, if you answered yes to this question, if you answered yes to three or more of these questions, you're probably in an abusive relationship. Um, besides that resource, which really helped me realize, hey, I'm in an, even though he doesn't punch me in the face, I'm, an ab- I'm in an abusive relationship. Um, those resources were great, and there's one called um, loveisrespect.org that I refer my students to and I use as a teaching tool, so I highly recommend anyone considering um, learning more about this topic or that may be in an abusive relationship or know someone who is. I highly recommend going to the website loveisrespect.org um, and definitely calling a hotline, reaching out for help, um, and get, get people into a safe situation, especially children. This is just unacceptable. Um, so the other resource, I guess more long-term, I'm thinking of is the book called Codependent No More. Um, it's a, been a bestseller. It's been out for years and years, and it really um, changed my perspective and 
you know, now we have the time. You can order it on um, a podcast or not a podcast, um, an audio book. Um, or you can order the book in the mail. Um, I don't I don't know of a better um, tool to to educate us all on um, unhealthy boundaries. And that is what abuse basically is. And how those things are taught to us, even if someone makes you feel guilty for for um, not calling them or um, they're sad and they're mad at you because you're not dealing with their sadness and they have to sit there and feel sad because you're not you're not going out of your way and dropping everything in your life to go and help them to not feel sad. So it goes all the way from that all the way up to the the wife who's battered and right. Um, so it's the whole spectrum. And I know that I have had it experience with this in my, my lineages, my mom's lineage, my father's lineage, and my step family's lineage, you know, the moms, the grandfathers, just some type of codependent behavior. And I see it, you know, all through society, just codependence and how it's learned. And this book really does help to, um, dissect it and really helps to show us what is a healthy boundary. And so, um, I would say to, um, this person who passed on that she's probably feeling guilty and, um, she, I guess she had a sense of, um, not wanting to abandon him. Um, and so she stayed and she knew something like this could happen and she stayed anyway and, and was willing to apparently willing to take this as a consequence. Um, so she was taking on his stuff, right? And it's, it's, she has her stuff and he has his stuff, her wanting to stay with him because she was, had an issue of abandonment was her stuff. And this is what the book would say. And, and him dealing with his stuff is his stuff. And so she can't fix him, nor should she have ever tried to, but we all do, right? And we all blur the lines and, um, you know, I've heard it said that many teachers are probably codependent, and I think that's probably true. Um, Trying to save someone, right? And so um, I highly recommend we take this time to um, educate ourselves about abuse, um, healthy ways of coping and healthy ways of setting boundaries and saying, I love you, but um, I love you and here's me, and I'm going to set this line right here, and I just want you to know I love you. And that's your stuff, and I can help you with that. I can, I can reach out for help. I can get us counseling. I can get you counseling. I can refer you to this person, um, you know, and tell you that I love you. But I can't, I can't bear your weight for you, because it just doesn't work. And I think we all know that. So I am speaking as somebody who's lived through abuse, seen it around me, and know it's in my family history, going back and back and back. Um, and we're all doing pretty good, right? In my family, we're all doing pretty good, but it's, it's, it's there and it's learned and it's, I just don't think society spends enough time learning healthy boundaries and how to kind of undo some unhealthy lessons that were taught to us. Um, so that's what I give you. I highly recommend the book codependent no more. I don't think there's much better things we can do with our time right now than reading that book, um, and then pass it on to somebody, um, And that's what I have to offer. So good luck, everybody. Hang in there. Let's be healthy. And um, yeah, reach out to somebody if you need help or if you know someone who does.